This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. About to dive into some nickel or a dime. But first, let's tell you about my friends over at ProStop. Hoops are happening. College basketball's biggest stage is right around the corner on ProStop. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. So get to your sports book, buy a handful of tickets, and list them on ProStop. Dark horses happen every year. So download the free ProStop app today. ProStop is where America buys and sells Sports bets. I'm gonna have to put my Auburn 40 to one ticket on uh, Prop Swap before we get to March Madness. Let's see what happens with that one because uh, that is a a fun ticket that I'm holding. Let's get to a little nickel or dime here, hosted by Jake Hassan. The return. You're back. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. Joe Joe is definitely so so happy he doesn't have to be here for my return. Hate that. You think he's listening on his no shot, zero percent chance, zero percent chance, because also we would have heard about it already with the uh, car discussion. See, I thought that, but I was like, then maybe he doesn't want us to know he listens, so he he can't say anything. I can picture about a million and one different things that Joe would rather be doing than listen. You're probably right about that. All right, so no Joe. He's buying a car. Jake's back. He's fading us. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we're going to fade him. Um, all right, what do we got today on Nickel or Dime? What are we doing? Or to go back, just to go back to it, or he's not buying a car. Who knows at this point? We really don't know. He's he's no coming idea. up with creative lineups for the Little League team. Oh, that's right. He's got to, what does he have to like map out spring training or lineups or something? I will say, someone has coached like 12 to 14 year old baseball in the past. Like, yeah, those, those lineups, those napkin lineups, they take a minute and you go over them and over them and over them. And then you lose in the championship because someone couldn't put a butt down. But anyway, it's neither here nor here. You know what we need to do? But, you know but Paul's not salty about it. He definitely doesn't think about it at all still. How cute. You know? Paul coached Little League. Yeah, need to know how the Paul Aspen pipeline to coaching Little League baseball happened. I just want to one day, can we go over all of Paul's past or, or present jobs? I mean, jobs. not only anyone has more of an eclectic <laughs> list. Like Paul's working the Olympics. He taught English down in Columbia. He's doing this show, coach baseball. Like what else is in this this on this list that we don't know? Yeah, about? give us the resume. Oh, I think you just laid it all out. I'm trying. I'm sure something <laughs> else will come up. Oh, was fourth in the state as a sixth grader in chess. So how about that? Wow. Which is chess aficionado Paul Aspen. Queen's Gambit, Paul Aspen over here. That's right. Wow. I, I heard Queen's Gambit I, was actually based on Paul's life. <laughs> you know what? what was watching it, like, it I didn't think that, but now I see it, yeah. Yeah. I got to say, I mean, I, uh, yeah, well, the reason, I, I was kind of over it because I went four and one, and the person I lost to finished first, and somehow I finished fourth, and I was like, well, this is rigged, and this is stupid, so I left. Are you just up and quit chess? 
well, yeah, I just kind of, I mean, that was like sixth grade and I was just like, all right, I've accomplished How this. How did you and... get into chess? Like, Good question. I think, I think it was like second grade and my dad was like, yeah, you should give this a shot. I think you'd like it. So there was a chess club at the school. Um, so I went, started playing and then smoked everyone else I played with <laughs> and won like the little school, like little first place. And after that took off, then went to state a few times, got absolutely destroyed mostly because like after losing a game or two, I'd want to run down to the arcade at Bloomsburg college and like mm. play NBA jam, but then took it seriously finally. And uh, yeah, went four and one and, and that was a wrap. So now I'll play. So on my was your dad time. good at chess? Like, did he teach you and get you into it or you just learned on your own? Yeah. So, I mean, he definitely got me into it. Um, and then like the three of us would, my brother too, would go up to Bloomsburg for these state tournaments. Um, he wasn't, I mean, he was more of a, I'd say a casual chess player. Like he wasn't a chess master. I don't come from a long line of chess masters or anything, but yeah, it's a wow. good time. That's, that's, that's awesome. honestly like, for, what is that? So you said six or so like the four year gap from just starting to then like competing. That's pretty good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the first couple trips to Bloomsburg did not go well. Like the the highlights were stopping at the McDonald's on like the the on ramp about an hour into that drive and getting breakfast and playing the Monopoly game, losing that too, and then going and getting <laughs> absolutely waxed the first couple of years. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that was fun. Paul, Does anyone Paul, else have an eclectic Paul quickly pass? realized the small school chess tournaments weren't the same as like the big upscale tournament. Right. Right. Waxing the kids in second grade a little different than going to states and take care of those kids. I dropped the four move mate on uh no idea like what that means. Club. Yeah, well you win in four moves. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But like the son of like the guy that ran the thing. So I beat him and that's when I knew I was like, Oh, all right, maybe I got something here. I know he was devastated. It was great. So is that like a first round knockout of boxing? Is that like like is that like a knockout? Like you... basically. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of kitschy or whatever it's kind of like what i don't know what would be like um it's kind of not frowned upon but maybe it's not the best etiquette or like he never saw it coming i was like oh i got this guy real good it's kind of a sneak attack like an onside's kick to start the game okay that's pretty cool all right so we have paul doing chess and the olympics and teaching english meanwhile the rest of us are ready for nickel or dime is that what it's about and that was talking chess with Paul Espin. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good what time. do you got for us today, Jake? All right. First question, obviously, because, you know, ask the twist chat. All we do is football here, obviously. Would you rather go a nickel on the Raiders at 50 to one or the dime on the Chiefs at plus 750 for next year's Super Bowl? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a dime on the Chiefs. I, I Look, if you tell me right now that, that the Raiders – upgrade a quarterback sure we'll have a discussion right now though look at that division and they have the third best quarterback right now and the broncos might get aaron Rodgers. they could have by far the worst quarterback in that division i've got to go with the chiefs well the raiders could also get aaron Rodgers. Could? sometimes we bet with our heart and this would be a scenario for me i come from a family of raiders fans so i am going raiders this one's for my dad um so give me a Raiders 50 to 1. I think I, I tweeted this too like the amount of bets that probably came in on the Cardinals because they're in the Super Bowls in Arizona next year bananas. So Aaron you're a year ahead before it's in Vegas. 
Yeah, you're a year ahead. Yeah, right. You're ahead of the Vegas thing. You're right, Jake. Maybe they'll go Arizona back to thing. back. They're, the, the dynasty is just beginning. Of the Raiders? <laughs> dynasty of the Raiders. I love it. The next evolution of home field is winning the year before and the year that it's in Vegas. <laughs> yes, I like it. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next one, college basketball. Would you rather go nickel on Villanova Final Four plus 650 or the dime on Villanova to win the Big East plus 125? I'll go the nickel on the Final Four. I really like Villanova. They're built for the tournament. Great coach. I do think they can win the Big East, and I like the bet, but there's also a scenario where they trip up and you're not getting a ton of value at just plus 125. I I could see them missing out by – a hair on the Big East, but still getting to the Final Four. I'll go with the Final Four bet. Well, surprise, surprise! I already have both in my bet slip for today. There we go. <laughs> it's all about consistency. I believe in Villanova. I think Providence—they're going to turn out to be frauds. We'll see it tonight. Their luck is going to run out. So give me Villanova. Um, I mean, I have both, so I guess that's cheating. So I might as well take the one with better value, uh, plus 650, final four. All right, next one, would you rather go the nickel on Aaron's Cavs to win the East, 25 to 1, or Joe G, the dime on your Sixers to win the East, plus 330? Yeah, I'll go with the dime on the Sixers. I mean, they have two at the top. I don't know where where does Harden now because he decides to play sometimes he doesn't play sometimes top twelve still players in the NBA I mean Joel's a top five player right now Harden has I still think would I put him in that top ten to twelve range of players you have two of the top twelve players in the league you can win your conference I I actually think the Sixers would be a disappointment now if they don't at least make the Eastern Conference Finals I'll go ten to one Sixers to come out of the East. Some of these teams in the East just have so much hype. I love the Cavs. Nobody's talking about them. They've got six man of the year, Kevin Love. They've got my guy, Jared Allen, who is an all-star now. He's a double-double machine. Um, 500 on the Cavs to win the East. 25 to 1. I love it. You love the Cavs. If the Cavs... I was like, going to say, nobody's are... talking about the Cavs, except Aaron's been talking about the Cavs for about three and months. Zach Price. Yes. Oh, we're going to have to have Zach Price on to... to drop some more rap on us if, if the cat i mean he will be uh, he'll be all over the place fine the you got to pick an underdog and you you can't back down come too far now <laughs> well if remember any of us... when i was big on Jameis winston and the saints that yes. didn't last T- long. technically you weren't wrong he just got hurt yeah <laughs> i think they would have made the playoffs if he didn't get hurt right because they had they hadn't they play a, a game with like ian Book this lasik eye surgery i was all in they did like three games with He's trevor simeon man. and one with ian book you're up yeah they would have made you would have been right they would have made the playoffs i don't know about that mvp stuff but 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 james would have been in the playoffs if if he didn't get hurt he was better than i thought all right would you rather go the nickel on illinois natty 30 to 1 or the dime on the warriors nba title plus 460. I'll go the Warriors because I feel like it's two teams in the West. They have a really good chance to make the finals, even though they've struggled. And I think the Phoenix is just better right now. I mean, we're talking about Steph Curry. If they could get Clay Thompson, you know, back to some level where you feel good about him. Yeah. I mean, they can obviously win the whole thing. They get dream up back and get Clay going, but that's, that's tempting there, Jake on Illinois. It's tempting to take the 30 to one. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was I, in Colorado, I, I thought about putting it, and because <laughs> I, I was outside of Illinois finally, so right. I could actually bet oh, on Illinois. Yeah. 
but uh, we we did not. We went. Oh for, yeah, you don't bet on your team though. Right, that's a thing. That is correct. Because I'm an idiot. I for Jake, I want to take the Illinois bet, but see, this is a tough one. I don't. I don't know. I might just do the Warriors as well. I kind of just want to wait for them to keep losing and maybe you'll get some more value eventually, but uh, it probably won't change because it's the Warriors with Draymond Green back. Um, they're going to be a different team. Clay's just still easing back into things. So I'll do a thousand on the Warriors to win the title plus 460. So how does it work uh, with states that you can't bet on college teams like in the state? If you bet outside of the state, Jake, like if you put the number in on Illinois in Colorado and then you came back and it hit, you, you still collect? You still get your money? I think so, as far as I know. Because I, because that's what people were doing here for a while. They would drive over the border to Indiana, right. place the bets, and mm-hmm. then it would still cash. And I think even uh, I think even like Ranji would say, because there's no gambling in Missouri at the time, or there isn't now, and he would drive to Illinois sometimes because his mom still lives in Illinois. So like when he was in Illinois, he would place bets and they would still cash i think it's just so maybe it's just a mobile betting thing and then if you're betting i don't know yeah i guess payout's a payout it's just weird like you you couldn't place it but you could collect it within the state it's stupid totally normal (laughs) it's gotta be the same for me with awards too like i could maybe go to another state and bet it and i don't know does it even show up for you, the award stuff? No, right? You don't even see the odds, right? It's not even available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yet, yet it would cash. Like, it would be in your, your like, yeah. settled a- Actually, th- this is the better comp. Um, you know, our good friend of the show, Horvey, when he still lived in Wisconsin, he would always talk about how he'd, <laughs> how he'd go just, like, right over the border into Illinois, bet, go right back, and he would do it, like, every day. <laughs> wow. How far of a drive was it? Like 30 minutes or something or long? I, I don't think it was very far. I think he was like just over the border, like very Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin. That so would you, be fun. Like I did this for a while too. So, so New Jersey was first in my area and I lived in New Jersey then. Pennsylvania had not gotten it yet. And so like, I would like look at my app and I would put like highlights on the right. And then I would drive to, to work in Philadelphia and I'd get there and I wouldn't be able to bet like, I had the same thing. I had to wait till I got back home. It was just yeah. five or 10 years from now, we're going to look back at all of this and be like, this was so stupid because you got to figure it there's, all gets mostly regulated. Eventually people here would go to West Virginia. Cause there is a sports book there, but like an hour from me and place their bets and come back. The thing about I think West Travis Virginia Thomas is it's the still Western does part that. of Virginia. There's only two reasons to go to West Virginia. You're either going camping or you're going to bet somewhere. Like, why else would you go to West Virginia? No, there's nothing to do there. Just to play John Denver over and over and over. And play some mobile bet? Yes, yeah. that's that's the only reason. Someone told me, is there like a Paulie Paulerson on West Virginia? I feel like someone told me that recently. Let like me... a player on the basketball team? Yeah. That would be really cool if there was. <laughs> Polly Paulerson. I mean, when I searched Polly Paulerson, I got two things. I got a chef and I got an obituary. Or, so let's... or Paul, Paul, are you just workshopping <laughs> oh, no. a new nickname? Is that why you're bringing this up? I mean, we could. It could be my chess alter ego. Oh, Polly Polycap. Oh. Even better. Wait a second. Is West Virginia going to make the tournament? They're only 14 and 11. I, I need them in the tournament so we could bet up Polly Polly Paulercap. Was that your uh, your chess name? yeah yeah it is now when he tells the story 
They're actually last. When you're handicapping a game, we'll call it polycapping. Yeah. They're last in the Big 12. Pauly's not uh. going to make it. Pauly polycap, averaging 2.7 points a game this year. <laughs> Sounds about right. That, that does. Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. 20 minutes from now, lightning bets. We'll get our favorite plays for the day here on BetQL Daily. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.